Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about a series of very powerful questions that you can ask yourself that are going to help give you a whole lot of clarity around what you want to do and how you want to show up in your one shot here. And then honestly, my intention is I want to put a little fire under your booty to actually get after it. And I think it's really important to have these reflective episodes sometimes because I want you to think about what you really want not what you think you should want. And these questions are really going to get to the root of that and how you want to show up in your one shot here. So I think you're really going to like this. I can't wait to hear what you think. But before we dive in, I do have to tell you, I'm recording this episode on a Sunday. And if you're listening to this in real time, it's released on a Monday. And we just had a friend head to the airport who was with us, um, staying with us, visiting from Seattle for a few days. And of course, one of the things that we do whenever we have friends or family in town is we make them try all the products that we get from our sponsors of the show because duh, like if you know me, like I'm the type of person that I want to tell you everything that I'm obsessed with because I think that you'll be obsessed with it too. So I have to tell you in particular about the company Soul CBD, which is one of our sponsors of the show because their products are going to be really helpful for you if you struggle with anxiety or a lot of stress or if you struggle with sleep. And, you know, both my husband, Cena, and I have been using their products for years. But of course, when we have a friend in town, we're going to make him try it too. So our friend Ian tried the My Soul CBD Sleepy Gummies, and he was a little bit nervous about trying them, but was interested because he doesn't always sleep super soundly, especially when he's traveling. But he was nervous if it, it would make him like drowsy in the morning, because one of the mornings, the guys had a super early tea time to go golfing. The other morning, you know, we were going on a hike early, but... What he said was he had never slept better. And truly, that's what everybody says whenever I have them try these sleepy gummies. And I rave about them so much here on the show and on social media because I know and you know how freaking important it is to sleep well. So if you're not familiar with My Soul CBD, they're a CBD company where all of their products are THC-free, non-toxic, organic, and sustainably sourced here in the U.S. And I just want to reiterate that they are THC-free because some of you asked me about the THC aspect. And I, for one, personally am on the team of like, do whatever you want to do for you, but I personally do not use THC. So that's why I love Soul CBD. So like I said, my favorite product is their nighttime sleepy gummies because they're going to help you sleep super soundly, but still wake up feeling refreshed. They help Cena fall asleep more quickly, which is what he struggles with. And they help me sleep more soundly. So if you struggle with sleep, just humor me and try them because I think they're really going to be game changer for you. And then of course, they also have their signature soul CBD drops, which are great if you struggle with anxiety or a lot of stress. You can just put a little drop under your tongue and it just helps take the edge off if you're feeling a little anxious and it just does it in a very subtle way. 
So they've got tons of different flavors. Peppermint is my favorite. And I will tell you, last but not least, if you are attending Empower Her Live, our women's event for this podcast community, 500 women in person in Phoenix, you are also going to be the first who gets to try a brand new spicy margarita plus soul CBD gummy collab. So that's coming soon. So buckle up for that. But in the meantime, if you want to try out any Soul CBD products for yourself, you can check the link um, in the show notes. Or, of course, you can always DM me or text me. But go to mysoulcbd.com slash Keisha. Code Keisha gets you a sweet discount on all of their products. So just wanted to keep you in the loop on all of that. Now, let's dig into the juice of today's episode. So let me set uh, the stage here. So this weekend, we were out to dinner with friends. And if you've been here for a while, you're probably not going to be surprised when I tell you that we were eating tacos and drinking spicy margaritas because literally that's my love language. Well, I mean, technically my love language is quality time and physical touch as in like, I just want to be present with you and I want to hug you. But like having a spicy margarita on top of that and a really juicy conversation, that's just totally my jam. Anyways, we were talking about alignment in our careers and really in our life vision. And there were five of us at the table. We all have very different personalities and different visions of what we want to do individually. So it was a super juicy conversation that like, if you ever have a conversation with friends, you should bring this topic up because it's just, it's just really cool to hear a different people's perspective. But ultimately at the root of these questions that I'm going to share with you was this idea of asking yourself the question of if how you're showing up now is getting you closer to the dream of who you want to be in the future and what you want to accomplish or not. And this is how the conversation started. So our friend Derek said, okay, if you had seven years left to live, what would you want to accomplish? Keep in mind, he said, what would you want to accomplish? Not just who would you want to spend your time with? Because seven years is a lot of time. Like it's a good chunk of time, but also just knowing that it's limited, it's like capped, makes you think what's actually possible for me to do in seven years. And, you know, I'm really open with you here about things that I have on my heart because I like to think of us like we're girlfriends just chatting. And I'll tell you, the first thing that came to mind instantly was that I want to have kids with my husband, Sina. Like, I want to make a baby. I want to feel a baby grow. And then I want to birth it out of my hoo-ha, which sounds so weird. You know, whatever. Like, I want to just do what I want to do the thing. I want to become a parent in whatever way I need to do that. Okay. And really, you know, it's important to think like what does come to your mind when you ask yourself about seven years, because the whole point of it is not the logistics of it, but it's more to see like, what is it that's on your heart that you want to accomplish or you want to create in this world? It tells you the importance of that thing in your life. And for me personally, when the first thing that came to mind as someone who's always been very career driven was this idea of having a baby, I was like, whoa, this is definitely on the forefront of my mind that even if I'm drinking a spiced margarita, that's like what's coming to the coming out of my mouth, right? And then, of course, the other thing that came to mind, which probably wouldn't surprise you, is I want to write a book. Uh, I know many of you, maybe you specifically listening in, want to write a book too. And the idea was that, like, you know, in the next seven years, if I wrote a book, that would live on past me. And that's just always something that I've wanted to do. I said I would want to host events because I really do feel like I've been gifted this vision to bring women together in community and to inspire them to take action. And I feel like if that's a gift that I was given, I just want to use my potential. And then, of course, you know, some ideas of like trips, like travel that we wanted to do with some people that we love, et cetera, came up. So the question, what do you want to accomplish in seven years? Which is an interesting place to start. But then we asked, what about seven months? How would that be different? 
What would you want to accomplish if you only had seven months to live? And we all shared our different answers. Of course, the baby thing wasn't an option because seven months, you can't actually make a baby. But what it did for me was it jolted my brain to thinking of my own calendar. When we switched from the seven-year question to the seven-month question, I started thinking in my head, like, is what I'm doing in the next seven months part of what I would accomplish in my life, what I would want to accomplish in my life if I only had seven months? And what's interesting when I thought about accomplishing something, the biggest thing that came to mind for me was hosting an in-person women's event, which I mean, I'm literally hosting a 500 person women's event in Power Her Live in Phoenix, Arizona in October, three months from now. And what's crazy is if I only had seven months to live, I would still want to host that event which to some people that might sound crazy. Like, why would you ever want to do something for your career if you only had seven months to live? But that's a dream that I've had in my heart since I started this podcast. And I actually felt like really proud of myself in a weird way, which maybe you'll understand, like that if I only had seven months to live, I would still want to do a lot of what I'm doing now. I would still want to be hosting this event. I would actually still want to show up for my podcast, which again, some people might not understand that. Maybe you don't, or maybe you do, because it gives me so much fulfillment because I feel like I get to contribute in a meaningful way by sharing my message and it reaching thousands of people all across the world. You know, and then and then my brain scan too. Of course, yeah, there's some trips that I would want to take and people that I'd want to spend time with. But truly, a lot of how I'm spending my time now with who I'm spending my time with, doing the things that I'm doing, I still would want to be doing if I had seven months to live, which was really comforting. And, you know, obviously, full transparency, I've had seasons where I know that if I would have been asked that question, my answer would have been so much different which is why it's a powerful question to ask yourself. If you had seven months left to live, what would you want to accomplish? Again, not just who would you want to spend time with, but what would you actually want to accomplish? And then, of course, we took it down to seven days, which really, for me, had my brain scan and almost like feel a little bit panicked and kind of frantic because seven days, like just one week, that's such a short amount of time. Like if you had seven days left, what would you want to accomplish? And for me, my scanning was thinking, you know, are there any conversations that I would need to have that I have been, you know, holding back from having? Or is there anyone that I would want to make sure that I told them like how much I love them because maybe I don't tell them enough. And then I went to thinking, you know, how can I make sure the people that I love are taken care of after I'm gone? Like I was thinking a lot about like, assets and like money and making sure that it's all handled from a logistic perspective, which is really interesting because I don't think about that stuff in my day-to-day life, but I do think a lot about legacy. And to be honest with you, I actually personally couldn't think of any conversations that I felt like I needed to have or people that don't know how much I love them that I would need to tell, but it was powerful to ask, right? If you only had seven days left, what would you do? Like, I couldn't actually even think of anything that I'd want to accomplish in seven days, which the whole point of the question was to think of what you would accomplish. But it really was, you know, showing me that my brain scanned towards conversations and people. And that's a good indication to me that I'm living with the end in mind, 
which is something that we can always control. We can't control our external circumstances, but we can control our thoughts and that we're not giving lip service to our priorities, but we're actually doing the things that we know that we want to be doing with the people that we want to be doing it with, that we're curating an environment that makes us happy and supportive because we don't know how much time we have. And I think the reason that I have this sense of urgency of showing up to life is because I have navigated death. And most of us have at this stage in our life, like you've had someone that you know that has probably died that's close to you. But for me, I lost two friends at age 30. Um, One of them was in a freak accident. We had talked to him the night before and he died that next morning. Um, And the other one had stage three ovarian cancer. And then obviously, if you've been connected with me for a while, you know, we lost Cena's dad last year. And it's just this like loss and knowing the fragility of life that has fundamentally changed me at my core. So I actually do think about a lot of these things. I think about living with the end in mind often. And it really helps me not care as much what people think about me because I know that I have one shot here. You know, you and I both have numbered days and we don't know the count. And I say that often because it's very powerful. And I think it's a beautiful fuel to build a life that you love, but it can also be really helpful for giving you clarity if you feel kind of confused. Because I don't know about you, but I've had so many seasons where I feel so freaking confused about what I'm doing and I have to go back to thinking about with the end in mind. How do I want to make people feel? What do I want people to say at the end? What are they gonna miss most about me? What am I gonna, if I got to the end of my you know TBD amount of days here and I'm looking back, what would I have coulda, woulda, shouldas about? So thinking about it from that perspective, but from that, I want to leave you with the most powerful of all questions to think about that I think can give you a lot of clarity. If you died in 24 hours, who would you have not gotten to be? Like what instantly came to mind? Because sometimes I think that's a really powerful way to prioritize that thing now, or maybe to have a conversation around that now, or make a plan for that now. Because ironically, what came to my mind was being a mom. Like, who would I not have gotten to be? I wouldn't have gotten to be a mom. Which again was interesting because if you've listened to this podcast for a while, this is not a conversation that I've been talking about often, but clearly it's on my mind a lot right now, right? And it's something that Cena and I are starting to proactively think of like, when's the right time frame that we're open to making a baby? And it, it's not going to be that far from now that we'll start trying, right? Um, but my girlfriend who was sitting at the table with us, she doesn't have kids and she doesn't want to have kids. And the first thing that came to mind for her, like if she was going to die in 24 hours, who would she not have gotten to be? And what came to mind for her was an author. And she's using that as fuel to make time to write that book. Because damn, that's some clarity, isn't it? Like, like it's, it's powerful. If you died in 24 hours, who would you not have gotten to be? And then how can you use that as fuel to go get after it, to have that conversation, to make that plan, to go? And I'll leave you with this. Gary Vaynerchuk, I think he has a lot of really saucy content, but one of his most motivational statements he's ever said was only three words. You're gonna die. So do something about it, right? And hopefully this episode doesn't feel heavy and just like bleh and like overwhelming, but hopefully this is giving you a little fuel to recognize that you've got one shot here. Let's make it count. I love you.
I'm rooting for you. If this episode was helpful for you, please tag me on Instagram or send me a text message. I love hearing what's going on in your world. Remember, I'm just recording this episode by myself. I'm literally sitting in my closet. So I want to know if it was impactful for you. I know that I've always got your back. I'm always in this with you. We're just going to figure it out together as we go. But no, I'm rooting for you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.